This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Look at us now. Busted up and everyone talking about hard rain. But we've learned by the dust of them all, Barter Town's learned. Now when men get to fighting, it happens here. And it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Hey everybody, here we are again. It's more bonus content. I know you loved it so much. I heard so much feedback. Uh, well, the crickets, they were, they were loud. I took that for feedback. <laughs> so I've changed things up a little bit. This time, as you may have heard, I've got a guest with me. Someone here is going to quasi-debate. I say quasi because I really don't care if I win or lose. These are <laughs> my dads. What, what if you were really mad about it? Yeah, like, no, I wanted him to win. Uh, but you we've got old Bobby Dahl here, a uh, longtime friend of the show. I say long time. He's been on like once. You really should come back on sometime. No, I'm I'm coming back around. I really don't record that often here lately just because I've got such a big, uh, like I've got a lot waiting to be edited, but it gets black. Mm -hmm. It's boring, you know? Um, I know the, anyways. I know the, for, what's I know that? Struggle. I know the yeah. struggle without having too many to edit. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to convince myself it's a good thing. But mm -hmm. then I find myself like looking at it as, oh my God, I have so much work to do. Uh, then I have to remind myself, no, it's a good thing. But anyway, yeah, chip uh, away at it. Just chip, yeah. chip, 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 chip. I just, I can't really seem to get it down like to more than one a week. Like it's easy to do one a week, but I just can't make myself do more than one. I don't know if I had another. Oh, I don't know if you talked to him. Um, I really have no idea how close you guys are, but uh, old Todd, um, Todd Poor, uh, mm -hmm. we are going to supposedly start a podcast together. And um, I'm sure that'll put me even further behind. <laughs> add another, add another log, add yeah, another whole task. That'll be great. He's he's like, uh, we we both do all of the editing and stuff for our shows, so it'll be like, uh, you know, half the work. And I'm like, but it's a whole new show. Anyway, <laughs> it's all the work. Yeah, it's it's all the work on <laughs> it's a new all show. of it. So yeah, as you may have guessed, we are here. Uh, I'm guessing all kinds of guessing having to be done here but we're back with more bonus content this is more of our super popular pop culture i always want to say poop culture i don't know why poop culture but pop culture dad tournament you know we got our dads from all around the world and we're hitting up another another i don't know what uh these seeds are what do we got these guys for seeds we've got the master splinter who's a two seed taking on john matrix from commando who's a three seed and we will be letting our, our good buddy here, Bob, he's going to take care of Splinter. He's going to give us Splinter's wins, and he's going to give us John Matrix's uh, perceived losses. And I'm going to do the opposite. And you're going to follow along because you're smarter than me, and I can follow along, so it'll be all right. And as always, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different format because, you know, the format's changed every single time. And, uh, and no one's complained, <laughs> once again. So, you know, why bother? I'll just do it, uh, you know, a different way, and it'll be like a new game every time we do it. So this time, I guess we'll just go, uh, I've got Splinter on my left. So we'll go uh, Splinter's wins, and then I'll counter with his losses, and then we'll go Matrix wins, Matrix losses. And then we'll All say right. goodbye to everybody. All right, so kick us off.
comes in a half shell. Turtle power. Okay. Was wins are teaches his kids a martial art. All right. And uh, keeps them out of trouble. I'm going to mark down how many you got for the math of it all. Right. It's I, I, it's oddly enough, it's easier to do splintered losses. I, I kind of envy you because the the guy's not working with a lot. I actually did. <laughs> I, I did extrapolate quite a bit from his losses. Like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll get into it anyway. Well, you feel bad because he didn't have. He, he, he was dealt a shitty hand. He really was. I, I did not give him a break on that either. So he gives. He's uh teaches the kids a martial art, which I take my kids to martial art twice a week. So I consider that. Um, a win. No wonder you picked yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Well, I picked him because he's master. I got a vintage toy right here. I'm a Ninja <laughs> Turtles fan from way back. My first concert I ever went to was the Ninja Turtles. Wow! I Coming out of our Shell's Pizza Hut tour. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't believe I Let's missed see. that one. He keeps he keeps his kids fed. I don't know how he affords pizza. He couldn't do that now. All right, that's another <laughs> win. Like, what's he feeding them? Yeah. Let's think. Yeah. How do they make money? That's what, that's what I always wonder. Like, you know, wise man says forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Maybe they're hitting it yeah. 25th and a half street. <laughs> <laughs> that's he, he somehow, I'm going to say, I'm going to make him, I'm going to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. He has found a way to make an otherwise shitty situation, AKA living in the sewer, a quasi homey, uh, neat place. All right. We're going to count that. That's number three. Yeah, but it's also a loss, but I'm counting as a win. It's a half credit. Yeah. And then they, you know, Splinter, he he somehow manages to keep him moral. He could keep him morally on the high road. All right. Yeah, that's true. With having nothing to base it off of. Like <laughs> he's right. It's basically homeschooling them. They're little, they're little weird kids. You see yeah. that? He homeschooled himself <laughs> and then he homeschooled them. Yeah, taught him Japanese, taught him ninjutsu. His uh, his his wins are hard. His wins are few, but they're big. That yeah, there's I I mentioned in a previous episode that sometimes the wins like you had to really decide how much weight you wanted to play or the losses you had to decide how much weight you wanted to place on them because Ned Flanders won, and I think he he faced Vader. But one of the losses for Ned Flanders was that he's too religious. He in an episode he says that he does everything in the Bible, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. And mm-hmm. some of that stuff is really, really bad. So, you know, mm-hmm. if I had really gotten down, if I'd really gotten into it, I could have made him lose easily to to Darth Vader. But I just counted it as one thing, and in the end, he came out the winner. What did What did Reverend Lovejoy say? He goes, "If you read this thing, you can't even go to the bathroom." <laughs> Talking about the Bible. But yeah, yeah Splinter, Splinter only has like maybe five wins. And it keeps them fed, has a cool place to live that's cozy, teaches them ninjutsu, keeps them morally, keeps them morally on a, on a straight line. And he really tries his best to keep them safe. And I think that's probably all his. Uh, I and I don't even know where he came. I don't know where he came by those uh, weapons either. Like, I think that's five. He, yeah. Like, that's it. Like. That's about the only I say about the, that's like the basic things he can do, but he's he's a mouse in the sewer. That's <laughs> what are you gonna if, do if he didn't that? include if he didn't include um chemically poison his four young children at a young age is a loss, then uh yeah. go ahead and write that one in. <laughs> I guess it depends <laughs> like I think in the cartoon he found them like that. Like he didn't Yeah, they were already them, so. there. They were already yeah. there. They were 
playing in it. TGI, uh, C, was it TGRI? The um, uh, company. I you I don't remember. Yeah, um, I do want to watch it now though. Canister together. TGRI. Yeah. That's the use. The oh, mutant ooze. Yeah, that was it though. I mean, he he basically just took him in. He didn't have to adopt him, but that's the only so, thing. And this is, I mean, it's not completely off base. But do you prefer the comic, the cartoon, or the movies? Um, if I had to pick one, probably the cartoon. Yeah, probably me too. I've tried to read the comic again and again, but there's a lot more cartoons, and I used to watch those a lot. Now the movies, it, part one of the movie, I'd pick it over the cartoon. But the movie, all three, I'd go with the I'd go with the cartoon. Yeah, the first one's first one is the classic, and it's one of the best ones of all times. It was the Star Wars of my generation. The uh, Ninja Turtles one and Jurassic Park one, like my Star Wars. Even though I love Star Wars, right on. But yeah, I'd have to go yeah. with the cartoons because I had all the tapes, and they were all kind of cool. Like, yeah, good in April, <laughs> and like That's different cool. different things. You had the neutrinos and Baxter the Stockman the Fly. Yeah. I've, I saw that they uh they put out a new cart. Well, it's not new anymore, but a, a new ish comic book called uh, mm -hmm. uh, Saturday Morning Adventures or something like that. And it's basically more. It's in the same. It's written in the same style. Like the characters look the same and everything. Mm -hmm. I used to love those cartoons. All right, so uh, to to tear down your argument, I've come up with a few losses for Splinter. So uh, I have as loss number one. He is only a rat he can't ever give his children real homes and if you look up i mean if I, I kind of this was a bit of a gray area because i don't know if the mutant ooze makes them live longer it doesn't appear yeah. to because they up until now they're all aging at the same rate but if they continue to age then splinter is basically dead of old age by the end of like the third movie ended and splinter croaked because turtles live significantly longer than than rats mm -hmm. and he's Mouse just, is like a dog isn't it yeah if if that <laughs> if it's a if you keep it as a pet it can live that long if it, if it lives out in the wild in the sewers then you're lucky if you if you make it that far so he's going to be dead like well you know they're going to be still teenagers and they're going to be on their own so that you know it's not necessarily his mm -hmm. fault but that i did count that as uh you know those are two examples of why only being a rat is a uh, splinter loss. So I've got. Well, that he mentions point. that in the movie. He's like, "I will not always be here for you." Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. That's oh, I, man. I guess that's why he's so damn elderly at like fifteen years old. I think so. I think so because I, I, I never picked I up on remember. that. Yeah, I don't remember what um, wow. the difference in when he turned and and when he found them, but um, or maybe he found them. Like maybe he, I can't remember, but maybe he found them and they both turned at the same time. But either way, he had already been alive for a while. Um, so moving on, uh, the, uh, his next loss, um, he, uh, so this is more, uh, some of these things fall into a, an opinion thing and I've tried to keep, if it is an opinion, I've tried to keep it as general as possible. Like the most people would believe this. So <laughs> I believe that most dads would decide that it is wrong for, uh, of how Splinter basically chose the lives for his sons. Like he basically, you know, forced them to be ninjas, forced them mm -hmm. to live in the sewer and force them to be ever confrontational with Shredder and the Foot Clan. Like he chose that for them with that. They had no choice in, in the matter. So I, I, you know, I put that down as a loss. I think that by and large, we want our kids to choose their own lives, their own destinies, if that's even mm -hmm. possible. You so, have to fight this super villain no matter what. 
Yeah, like this is what with you're technology. Yeah, yeah. You've got like swords and and a. a yeah, I'm sorry, Donatella. You've got a bow, a big you long got a stick. stick, and whatever the hell a size. Yeah, so that was like the, clearly the first time a large population of America was ever introduced to size. I still don't really know what you would use them for. All right, so that's clearly lost. Moving on, um, number three, and once again, this is kind of sort of a uh, a loss, but he can never give them a mother. There's never going to be a female rat that he can like, you know, get with, <laughs> and that will like the closest they're ever going to come to a mom is April, and I feel like she's more a sister than anything. Mm-hmm. And- so that they're never going to have that maternal presence in their lives, and and that is, if there is anyone to blame for that, it is Splinter. Were were they trying to make innuendo in any of the any of the turtle movies that they were kind of had a crush on April? Like I they mean, kind of like touch on that and pull right back off of it. Like like mm, I'm in love, and then I like wait, like like you get that impression. I mean, looking back, you feel little. like there's like because you mentioned it. You know, you've got that, mm-hmm. you felt that. So like I can't be like, oh yeah, thirty five minutes into the movie, Raphael was like da 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 da. But at the same time, like I remember watching it, and I'm like, so did they like? date her or something yeah like, and and in the cartoon she was built like a brick shit house yeah she was hot in the cartoon like it was weird like japanese hot the japanese anime hot yeah i think that it, at least in the movies they were really happy to bring along casey jones mm-hmm. because it was like hey the, the turtles are not fucking april she is yeah. definitely only having sex with human <laughs> beings yeah and she well like like my like they're looking at the tv in the movies and she's like ooh, and he's like no 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 wait <laughs> They have a, and then like all of a sudden they're like big sister to her or big she's yeah. a big sister well it, it it's also possible that that was like um you know an early script had them being like really flirty and then a later mm-hmm. script like they toned it down or whatever now cut it out buddy this is gonna be rated r pretty soon remember it was rated yeah. r for like a little yeah. bit for violence well that they the first back. one was i remember the first one was way better than the second one because there was a lot more like ninja action they use their weapons yeah. a lot more and stuff like that second one doesn't exist as far as i'm concerned other than ninja rap uh, yeah. I don't. I could take or leave the yeah. second one. Well, you give me, I, you give me that vanilla ice. Yeah, yeah, bro. I love me some vanilla ice. I I can stand the second one, but I don't like the third one at all. I remember thinking, mm-hmm. even as a child, like there's no reason for this. Um. So th- this is actually my last splinter loss. So you're gonna come out ahead of me in this. Ooh. But his uh, he puts his children in constant danger. Uh, you know, like just by, as I yeah. said, uh, kind of touched on earlier by pitting them against shredder they're always going to be you know at risk of those like mouser robots bursting in or, or foot clan mm-hmm. ninjas attacking them that's like yeah. episode one isn't it i think mouse so robots. Yeah. like they burst into the sewers so there's always that that element of danger to their lives and until they completely defeat this enemy that they never really chose to fight in the first place they're always going to have that danger so that is the extent of my losses you actually come out one ahead so cool. for the listeners uh that may have forgotten and for young mr bobby that may i don't know not even know if we come out uh matrix with more than one then he will be declared the winner so i will go ahead and start with his wins and then you will finish up with his losses So win number one, he saved his daughter. I mean, big win. 
like he mm -hmm. the daughter was kidnapped uh if you haven't seen the movie then well i don't even know why you're listening to this but he you know his daughter's kidnapped he's put on a plane to basically somewhere else and they go opposite directions almost and then well it doesn't last very long because he kills a bunch of people and then ends up back where she is and saves the day and just like i did uh, i did earlier uh, one on my own with uh, the guy from taken and just like him you know if, if you can save your family members from like sure death that's definitely a win in my book so the next win i have he raised her well or is in the process of raising her well and you can you have to read between the lines or at least read her actions to determine this but the fact that she's kidnapped by these strange men and she doesn't like go catatonic and you know freak out like she's actually trying to escape and, and does escape mm -hmm. uh, right there at the end it, you know she he's clearly taught her uh something that i may lack which is mental toughness this is a very resilient little girl really smart and i mean she didn't trust the uh the guy that came the the colonel guy that came to recruit him in the beginning she didn't trust him either and she you know really had no reason to so uh, i put down uh raising her well as a win uh win number three he lives by a code uh you know he like i can't actually remember what my reasoning was behind this beyond the fact that you know when he says he's going to do something he does it and the only time he ever really tells a lie is when he tells that one dude uh sully remember when i said it could you last i lied and then he like drops him off the cliff oh man i love this movie <laughs> so you know he <laughs> there's other times where like like okay with like the black girl like he could have just stolen her car and like you know beat her up and like left her laid on the ground but instead he was mm -hmm. like you know if you come with me you can have your car back and like like later on when he's fighting the black dude they burst through these people's hotel room like burst through the wall and he'd like you know like get the fight away from them so that they're not harmed so you know he's a good guy essentially um he's trustworthy because obviously you can trust that he's going to get his daughter back he's going to do exactly what he says uh, as long as what he says he's going to do is the right thing um he puts his family first there he was originally a uh you know hardcore whatever delta force who knows what but he quit that very early in his daughter's life he put her first you know pretty early on he i'm sure he missed a lot of years but uh, maybe sometime around the time her mom died you know that's when he, he picked up the slack uh also he's a he's a really hard worker obviously somebody that looks like arnold schwarzenegger is a hard worker you cannot you know deny that and the odds are <laughs> really high. Log. yeah dude that's that's actually the, <laughs> what was going through my mind when i when mm -hmm. i was like writing this part down seven thousand so, pound logs <laughs> yeah that thing is insane and you know it's a real log too you know it's real so uh it also Not good happy a or nothing yeah no i don't <laughs> even think he had like i think he had his shirt in the way or something like that that was it but he is likely to teach her that and if he does, then she is, uh, you know, going to end up a hard worker as well. He may not let her do anything other than that. Uh, lastly, he is a good liar. Uh, we, you know, when he, when, like I said, when he told that dude he'd kill him last, he believed him. And uh, then, you know, he killed him anyway. And I, my reasoning behind that, dads need to be good liars because they have to lie about Santa. And if you can't, you know, if you're immediately like give away santa at like four years old that's a fail in my book you got to keep that going to at least i don't know nine ten somewhere around there that it, debatable what age you want to go with but <laughs> hey, i'm at 11 we're still doing santa yeah i'm not i'm not not even mad about that if you push it like i would i consider success is like 
a success is if they're like 15 and they're still like, my friends don't believe in Santa, but I know he's real. <laughs> like, you know, you did a good job if that's the case. So uh, adding all those up, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins for John Matrix. I can already tell you, I don't think you're going to lose because oh, there's okay. not a whole, there, there's only like three things he could have, you could in, any potentially say it's a loss. And one would be the fact that, you know, he's kind of raising his daughter without a mother figure. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not his fault. <laughs> well, uh, one of the, one of the bigger things you could say is actually, actually a loss was the fact that he's kind of using seclusion to keep his daughter safe. He's kind of using that as kind of like his grieving process. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I didn't think about that because yeah. he chose to live out there. Yeah. But like, he's really just kind of using her as like to get over the loss of his, of her mother. And like he, he's out there away from everybody. So it doesn't happen. And lo and behold, it happened anyway. So he keeps his daughter in seclusion out of uh, what feels like probably a coping mechanism. It's not, it's I put not that wrong. down as, uh, as two. So we're up to three because that's basically okay. two different ones. Would I, would you have seclusion and, and, uh, and he's using her to like help him grieve. Yeah. yeah. And, just and I say maybe four would be uh he kind of takes away her innocence in the fact that she knows the ways of kind of how to deal with stuff in a tactical way. Like you just said, she she escaped from that room like picking the lock. Yeah. Yeah, he that yeah, that obviously like she he taught her how to do that. So he, you know, he probably taught her a lot of things and told her a lot of things that he may have been involved mm -hmm. with. She probably knows she probably knows some stories, but that's those are losses, only like technical losses. That's not, that doesn't make him a bad dad. I mean, those are just something you wouldn't typically do to a small child that's wearing yeah. like little frilly overalls. I did, I did uh, at one point clarify that a loss, I mean, unless you're Darth Vader who did lose and is a bad dad, but unless you, you know, are a real bad dad, losing doesn't mean that you're worse than you were before. It just means yeah. that we were able to come up like, like a, uh, for splinter one of his losses is that he's a rat and it's not his fault you know yeah. he's not it's a not... worse not a bad dad because he's a rat he just he probably could be a better dad if he was like a turtle yeah i mean if you weren't if you were like a person yeah or a person <laughs> yeah because at least if he was a person like they would have a steady supply of food other than pizza and you know they would probably have a home to live in i wonder if they eat anything else because that's all you ever see him eat yeah you never see him eat anything else I mean, I guess with heard, the mutant like blood or whatever, it doesn't matter what they eat. I don't know. I heard that was a, a thing that was invented because they affiliated with Pizza Hut early on. Really? Uh, that makes sense mm -hmm. though, because I, I don't remember that being a big deal in the uh, comic books. Yeah, they all when they had the wide eyes in the comic books, they weren't. Yeah. I think they brought it back with that uh, Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. You know, I think he was. That's his name. I think that's could be completely wrong. I think it's Wolf something. But I think his his uh, animation that they brought in, and the the Corey Feldman kind of cheesy campy crap. I think well, that's what. I know that early on they were like all the same color, you know, mm -hmm. it was black and white. So that was they just had like red. Kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, and even when it was color, it was just all red. Mm -hmm. So I was always happy changed. that they changed it. Um, I don't so think John saying... Matrix has any more losses, uh, other than right. just. Other than just, okay, but he didn't, he, he flew across the world. He snapped a guy's neck, jumped out of an airplane to save her. He's not, he's not going to lose. His yeah, only losses yeah. are circumstantial. 
at the end, sometimes it, it do be like that. I don't yeah. know if it's going to get him through the, I don't, I was thinking earlier that I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to even do the second round other than just like wait a little while for everybody to forget the reasoning from the other rounds. I mean, they're not homeless. They're not starving. I mean, they're, he's chopping wood day and night. Yeah. I mean, he lives in a log cabin. It's probably worth $3 million right now. Uh, yeah. And you know, he owns all that land too. So yeah, he's like a double checker because he's disabled and unretired. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's got this. Well, if he chose to apply, then I know he got disability for any he probably got tinnitus or something. Well, they'll give you everybody that for anybody listening, if you were a veteran, tell them you got tinnitus. They're always going to give you disability for tinnitus. 10%. Yeah, ten percent easy. I mean, it ain't gonna give you a lot of money, but like, uh, and and it might be harder. That like, if you were just recently in, because I don't know. I guess they surely to God they improved the earplugs at that you know at some point. But uh, you know, back ten years or more, go ahead and tell them you got tinnitus. You you got that ringing in your ear all day every day. What about the don't, uh, the don't fire tell them pit. I told you that though. What's that? What about the fire pit? That's the thing fire. now. That's that's the new. Uh... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Agent Orange. Yeah, I um. Well, I say, I say, lucky and unlucky. I'm lucky that I didn't have to go over to anywhere that had fire pits, but I'm, I also have a lot of shame. It's really hard to let go of because I feel like I got out of it by being um, chaptered out for uh, depression. Um, because like they, you know, I chaptered out in like September and they went to Afghanistan the following like April or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's a, a part of me that will always feel really bad that I didn't go with them, but I am also really happy I didn't go with them because that's like you said, the big deal now. And apparently anybody that went over there drove by burning pits. So mm -hmm. that's like, you know, go ahead and apply because you're going to get that you get your tinnitus, get your burning pit disability. You'll that'll probably twenty percent on the top. I was, yeah, I was gonna say that's at least twenty percent, maybe even thirty. So, uh, anyways, that's gonna do it. We've got a winner, yay, John Matrix. And uh, I don't really have any. Uh, I guess there might be some music from the movie, but if there's <laughs> any, if there's any cool music from the movie, we'll put it here. Can we, okay. can we talk about how I thought that Commando and the Predator were the same universe? And I, Well, I, I don't remember why you said that you thought they were, but I remember saying that I, I don't see why they couldn't be, and I think they should be. Like, I always thought that Commando was a spinoff of the Predator. Like, you I thought, never, really? Like, you thought it was a straight, like, sequel yeah, or whatever? I, I thought it was just the same character, and they just did something else with him. Because, I, yeah. I mean, what, I'm 40 now, and that came out when I was maybe one. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think uh, Commando was 85, 84, 85. Yeah. So I watched oh. it. If I, when I watched it at that age, I didn't understand what I was looking at anyway. I would, I came back like years later and revisited it. Yeah. I mean, so it, I, thought, I thought they were the same. I don't really like, I guess, you know, obviously their names are different. I, it'd be kind of hard to get around that. But I know that Red Sonia, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Red Sonia is basically supposed to be Conan. He just, like, he technically used a different name because uh, they didn't have the rights mm -hmm. to Conan. So it does, you know, it makes a bit of sense that this, this guy could have maybe changed his name at some point because of somebody <laughs> he pissed off. And, you know, this really is the same guy. Cause you know, you doing the things me. he did, he, he made a lot of enemies. 
Um, they they make a big deal out of all the the uh, the uh, fuck like the missions that his uh you know he went on with his crew mm -hmm. before they all started getting killed off. So of course that it that means if he is the same guy, I advise you not to be his friend because you're probably going to get killed. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, basically every friend he had was killed in the first and second movie. If they are, if they are connected, so and he let Jesse the Body Ventura get killed too. Oh man, that's terrible. Well, and uh, did uh, I can't remember, but uh, did um, I guess Car Carl Weathers died too, didn't he? In that one, mm -hmm. he went oh, everybody too, but right? him. Yeah, that's what I, thought, him. that's what I thought. I couldn't remember if Carl Weathers stayed behind, like the you know the command center, or if he went out there with him. It's he been died a now. I mean, he's already gone. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely gone now. Um, that's Predator is one of those that's been way too long. My my wife doesn't like when I rewatch old '80s movies because she says that that's all I want to see. And did you see Prey? I did not know. I've I've heard it's good, but I didn't watch it. I thought it was going to go woke. It didn't. It kind of kept it. I'm glad you said that because that's actually why I didn't watch it. I I was like, yeah. um, I mean, I'll, like, I'm not trying to like you know push anybody away, but like I've I've only got so much of like you know leeway when it comes to stuff like that. And if you, you know, if it gets to the point where you're trying to shove it down my throat, like I just can't handle it. Um, so good to know that, that is, it is worth checking out. I'll give you a reason to watch it. The owl handled pistols in there. Well, I don't even know what that is. From part two, from Danny Glover. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember that at the one... end, it, he tossed in that owl handled pistol and it said, uh, it said, take it. Well, the guy, one of the guys in prey has the pistol. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I would not have caught that if you had, like, if I had watched it and you hadn't told me ahead of time, I would oh, really? not have it's a big point. made the connection. <laughs> I just remember thinking, uh, or I remember being really upset that they made it to, but that Arnold wasn't in it. I had, I had, like, watched Lethal Weapon, but I didn't like Lethal Weapon at the time. Like, I didn't like that movie until later on. And so Danny Glover had nothing for me. He, he didn't yeah, bring and... anything to the table. Did I misinterpret like my entire childhood into thinking that Danny Glover was a B-rate actor? Well, I mean, I'm certainly not going to make an argument that he's any more than that. He, yeah. What did he do other than Predator 2 and the Lethal Weapon movies? But like, it seems like Danny Glover was in the movies that nobody else would be in. And he was kind of, but now you look back and his, like, his status is elevated. Uh, well, Danny you know, Glover. things do change. And just like that, like the voice, you know, that distinctive voice that that will kind of carry you a little bit further maybe than operation dumbo did. drop okay well i didn't know he was in that but obviously that's a you classic didn't? oh my yeah. gosh he's <laughs> in a he's in a vietnam war movie with buddy hackman gene hackman called bat 2-1 that's a good one that doesn't get a lot of attention I, yeah i would say so. i would agree with that because i've never heard he, of it he bat flies a cessna he flies a civilian cessna in vietnam as like a contractor and he's like radio and this guy who's fleeing from the Viet Cong. It's pretty cool. Right on. I was just watching Come in, some, some of, uh, well, I guess the ending of Unforgiven the other night. Man, that movie's so good. I was watching the part where he uh, he comes into the bar at the end and like basically kills everybody. I will, I will like watch these movies and then I will go to YouTube and I will steal the audio of like whatever clip really like mm -hmm. is the coolest and then I will put it in either the beginning or the ending of my episodes. Just like, just because, <laughs> just because mm -hmm. I like them. It's not against um, the law. Yeah, I mean, I'm not making no money off of it. So uh, anyways, that is our episode. And I don't, how long did it take us? 30 like, minutes? Yeah, barely any longer than it took with me.
Um, so I do appreciate you coming on and you've been a really good participant in the fair sport. Uh, you didn't take it too hard that you lost. And uh, I got my video uh, splinter doll here. Yeah, you 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 still have your uh, your well, I, I wouldn't call it a doll. You still have your action figure and uh, Splinter. Yeah. As we said before, Splinter is not a bad dad. It's just that the, the the consequential numbers added up. They piled up, and he ended up you know taking the fall this time. But yeah, against a different dad, a different day, he would you know could have been a uh, a competitor. But anyways. I guess with that, we're going to call it a day and we will bring you another episode. Uh, I don't know, sometime soon. Who knows when that oh, yeah. one will be? I'm making but, some more uh, rounds. I'm coming back. Right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as, as far as you coming back for, for real, like we could do, we need to do that too. Um, I got uh, I got a guy tomorrow who's, uh, I don't know, he's promoting some book or some something. Uh, and then uh, I've got another dude on Saturday who's going to talk about uh, mental toughness again for about, I don't know, that's usually about 30 minutes too. All your guests then, are so much more interesting than me. I I don't I don't know what that these guys are crying and stuff. I'm just over here like yeah. <laughs> um. Well, there have been the one that got actually. Um. I think I told you about this already, but the one that got the most emotional. I didn't record the damn thing. Um. Oh my gosh. I, for, I didn't click record or or whatever it was. Uh. He came back on and it was it was a good episode, but we didn't get nearly as uh emotional as we did before. Um, but anyways, you know, dads and veterans, when you talk about your kids, when you talk about like certain military things, I had this one guy, uh, last week that, well, no, last week was shitty. Uh, the week before, I think it was, he was, uh, he was like, I'm, I was a paratrooper and I was like, oh, cool. So he means that he's, uh, oh, uh, uh, check you later, everybody. This has been your two dads. Cowardly son of a bitch. You just shot an unarmed man. Well, he should have armed himself. He's going to decorate his saloon with my friend. You'd be William Money out of Missouri. Killing women and children. That's right. I've killed women and children. Killed just about everything that walks or crawled at one time or another. I'm here to kill you, little Bill, for what you did to Ned.